and author. I help women to overcome the fear of writing and publishing their books. And I'm so excited to have Sarah Nystrom from Sweden with me. She just got the award of the most inspiring woman of the year at the Future Women Conference held in Nigeria. Sarah is an entrepreneur, body language expert, impact coach, international speaker, and the author of the upcoming book, From Feeling Unseen to Speaking Like a Queen, Seven Ways to Being More Impactful in Your Communication. Sarah has an extensive experience in communication from various sectors around the globe. She speaks eight languages and considers herself a world citizen at heart. Recently, she gave a training at the United Nations office in Geneva. She is the co-founder of World Women Organization and a business council member of Women's Indian Chamber of Commerce and Industry. Through her latest concept, Confident Communication Queen, Sarah is on a mission to empower women around the world to unleash their inner queens and become more confident, charismatic and impactful in their communication. Welcome to the show, dear Sarah. Thank you so much, Esther, for that warm introduction and thank you for having me here. I am honored to be here on your show. Thank you. So, Sarah, what has been your turning moments in life? That is a great and very important question, Esther. And I, I come to think of two specific uh, turning points. Uh, I would say I think that life is a journey in itself, right? And we keep growing, we keep evolving. And I've been very fortunate to have been living and traveling and doing many things around the world, which has really made me grow in many, many ways, right? But then there have been certain turning points, like you call them, right? That have fast forward this growth in a very specific way. So I wanna share two moments that come to my mind. And the first one happened in 2018, as I decided out of pure intuition, because I hadn't, I didn't know so much about Tony Robbins at the time, but I decided to attend one of Tony Robbins' event called UPW, Unleash the Power Within, that I know as you've been to yourself, and I'm sure that many of your listeners have as well. So those of you that have attended UPW, you know what I'm talking about, and if you haven't, just go read about it, try it. <laughs> so Unleash the Power Within is a great event in personal development. Uh, in 2018, it, uh, I went to the one that took place in London and 13,000 people from all around the world came. And the first night we did a firewalk, uh, <laughs> great thing in itself that symbolizes how you can conquer your fears and really do anything you set your mind to. Yeah, very powerful. But what was most, when, when the thing happened to me was during the transformation process that he calls the Dickens process, right? And during this process, you go into a deep, deep state within and Tony Robbins is there on stage and he basically, you, you're in your life, you see your life, you feel your life, how it is right now. And he asks you that if you continue like this, how would you feel in five years from now? How would you feel in 10 years and in 15 years? And I was totally, you know, in shock 
of my reaction. I just came there, you know, I, I, I just felt like this is something I got to do, but I had no idea uh, when I put my foot into that event what was expecting because uh, I have never cried so much in my life. Uh, and I was totally unaware of the pain that I felt when he asked me in 5, 10, 15 years because I didn't live an unhappy life on the ins outside. On the contrary, I had quite a, you know, successful career, had a relationship, had a beautiful house, family, you know, on the outside, my life was successful. But in my soul, there was pain, and I wasn't aware of it. And that's a great turning point to understand that. Because I don't think we cannot become truly happy unless we understand our souls, our missions, uh, and we follow it. Well, what's the pain about, Clara? Yes, there were several pains, actually. One pain was about my job. Uh, and that maybe didn't come as such a big surprise because even if if I had like, if you if you look from an outer standard, I was a team leader, I was working with a governmental agency, I had a good job, but it wasn't at all connected to my mission or my, I didn't know my mission back then, but it wasn't connected to my passion. And I certainly felt a lot of frustration throughout the years for not being able to give to give from myself, to, to, to be at my highest potential. I never felt that. I tried my best. I tried to create projects because I have a lot of energy. I have a lot of ideas. And I tried to, you know, use that driven energy that I have. But it's a governmental agency. And, and, and I, I have entrepreneurial blood. So it's like, it's like being a different animal in a, in a, in a wrong cage you know and the wrong animals right not to say anything bad about my lovely colleagues that I had and I learned so many things with them and from them but it was just not my place at all why and <clears throat> sorry why why because I had totally different kind of things to give to the world and I couldn't do it I couldn't do it it's like that story of the of the swan and the ducks right let's say I was the swan and or the contrary I was the duck and they were swans I, I just was a different breed. And then you can never, no matter how hard you push yourself, <laughs> if you're a different breed, you need to find that place to go to, to bloom, to blossom, to become you fully. And so that you can contribute with whatever you're supposed to be contributing with. I believe that we are all born with a mission. We, all, we have a special mission here on planet Earth. And um, life is about finding that mission, understanding that mission, growing it and sharing it with others, right? So that pain was me slowly starting to understand that I have a mission and it certainly isn't where I am right now. And that was very painful. And that came out as me crying, you know, unstoppably. <laughs> I couldn't stop crying, really. The second realization was uh, with my, had to actually do with my relation. It's a little bit more delicate to talk about, but let's just say that I realized the first time I realized that maybe me and my husband are not supposed to be together, maybe. But that was too painful at the time and I closed that door instantly. Uh, didn't wanna think about it at all. And I didn't because I wasn't like 
unhappy, unhappy. We had a good relation. Uh, but again, if we ask our soul, if we go deep down, we can have a good relation. But if you go deep down and ask, you may get a different answer from your heart, right? But I wasn't ready for that, as I said. So I closed that door. And what would come out of this UBW the following year, well, actually, already the following months, I decided to start my own business. So I went all in, like I am that kind of person. I do feel things wholeheartedly. So I threw myself into, I became a student of the Global Business Mentorship Program, the industry rock star that you're, you're in too, Esther, right? So we have many things in common, you and I. And um, I'm quite naive as a person. I thought that, you know, starting my business would be, you know, in a few months I'm having up and running, you know, it's going to be an easy transition. <laughs> Little did I know it's not. And I think those that are listening and have their business, you probably know that you know, most of us have gone through quite some journey before we can start reaching something that looks like success, right? So uh, it wasn't what I thought it would be, but I started out, um, I started, <clears throat> I became a certified body language master trainer along the way. I actually, even though I have a lot already, uh, I took new trainings and that became my business. I started giving trainings in Sweden because I was licensed for Sweden to give trainings in reading microfacial expressions, reading um, people's emotions, uh, mainly for salespeople, for management, for HR, uh, teaching body language and all of that for a company called Center for Body Language, right? So I became their partner in Sweden. That was my company Impact Pro that I started out with. And, you know, things were, you know, starting to take off. And I took six months off from my job. Now we are in 2019. Uh, and after six months, my boss would turn to me and ask, Sarah, your six months are out soon. Are you coming back? And I said, no, I'm not coming back. Because I know that this is, you know, I'm done. I'm done. And it's time for me to leave the nest and fly. I actually did 12 years at that uh, migration agency. And it was really time for me to take off, right? So I did. And little did know, because now we're getting to the next turning point, Esther. <laughs> uh, you, you see, um, I was all happy about leaving that uh, safe employment. I'm quite adventurous. I like taking risks. I never needed, I mean, I, I appreciate my employment that I had, but uh, I'm not that kind of person. I am more the, the, the entrepreneur, you know? And I was so, I felt like the bird, like flying out and very, very happy. Two weeks later, something big happened in the world. COVID came. And this means that all the companies, they had a lot of things going on, a lot of money on their way in. But what happened, no, no I mean, most companies, they didn't want to focus on trainings, right? They were rather firing people or they were, you know, closing down and, what happened to me, yeah, the same happened to me. I lost all the, the potential incomes and, and I had to, I was thrown into this spiral of challenges. So now the next turning point is 2020, the COVID year and what happened to me. Uh, I would say that everything happened that year. So if, if, if the first turning point UBW was like this, me opening up my eyes and understanding, 2020, the COVID year, will be the year where everything happened. The first thing that happened actually would be me 
uh, without going too much into details, but I looked within again, within my heart, and I couldn't deny anymore uh, what my soul had tried to tell me that about my relation. And sometimes we have to be brave and stand up for ourselves, even if it's extremely uncomfortable, even if it's extremely scary. Uh, and um, uh, yes, me and in, in short, me and my husband at the time decided to separate. It's not an easy decision, but I believe that we all have to stand up for our happiness. We have to take responsibility for our happiness so that we can, we can free our souls and uh, reach our highest potential. And sometimes the people we meet, we are maybe support, we are, I think we meet each other for a reason. We meet each other to learn things from each other, but maybe everybody we meet, we're not meant to be with our whole life, right? This is what I, I reached the conclusion I reached. And today we are very dear friends. Uh, my husband is my best friend uh, and we have, we have a son together and we are like some kind of family still, I would say. So during the 2020 turning point, uh, I would also move forward with my business. It wasn't only my personal life, but also my business moved forward. I told you it was like a spiral of challenges, a spiral, like, like not a turning point. It was a turning year to me uh, because uh, I had taken this big decision that's pretty crazy you know, um, and when we follow our hearts, we are crazy. We have to be crazy. Nothing looks logical. I mean, it's not when you listen to your brain, I mean, who would do that? Who would decide, you know, that to split with your husband, that you've been together with for 12 years and also leaving your job that you have for 12 years, the same moment. And then COVID, <laughs> you hear is craziness, is madness. So what I did at that moment, I went to my office, <clears throat> I erased my whiteboard and I started writing. I believe in the law of attraction. I believe in, in visualizing what we want to achieve. And of course, there are many things I wanted to achieve there and then. So I wrote them all down. I wrote down that I wanted us to be able to sell the house successfully. You know, it was in the middle of Corona, COVID. I wrote down that I wanted us to find one house each, maximum 300 meters from each other, maximum. I wrote down that I wanted to have a beautiful relation still. I wrote down that I want my business to be successful. And I wrote down something that I've always had within Esther, a strong desire to contribute, to make the world a better place. So I wrote that down, to, well, you know, when I was going, when I was at it, I wrote that down to, to, to from my perspective, help saving the world. That was such a, you know, real true wish that came within for me uh, and and you know everything happened everything happened and sometimes you know we should almost be careful what we ask for because there were many many things I'm grateful for everything but there were many things to handle many balls to juggle at the time right pretty crazy because we sold our whole successfully uh, my ex-husband got his house we moved there together then my house, my apartment turned up. Actually, I was without income at the time. What bank would give me the money to buy an apartment? No bank. Then a job appeared. I got a job for a few months. 
I got, I had a job enough time to get that bank loan, to get that apartment that magically turned up. Then that company closed <laughs> due to COVID. So I had that job just the time enough that I needed to get the bank loan, which is like, is like magic, right? So it all, I believe, I truly believe is because I wrote it on that board. I attracted that. Uh, and uh, then I moved there. So now we lived I think we have about 200 meters between our houses. It would be interesting to measure it. <laughs> our son runs one, one minute between, between um, uh, the houses and our relation is beautiful. Um, you know, we have, we, we got through all of that in, in, the, in the best possible way. And I'm, I'm so grateful. Uh, I'm so grateful. It's, 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 I owe so much to my ex-husband um, and, you know, um, I love him very much uh, for, for, you know, the relation and everything we've had our past and everything we've built together now uh is beautiful and i'm proud of it just because you split up from someone you don't have to hate each other so sarah if someone is listening now and feels exactly the same there's something missing in my life there is more i can do i know but i don't know what i should do so what would you recommend to this person well everybody doesn't need to take the same kind of medicine we're all individuals but if you're not familiar with tony robbins i would definitely you know try it out you got nothing to lose maybe you don't love him like i did maybe he's not going to be the same for you as he was for me we never know but all i can say is try it out see if it works for you for me, it did wonders, and I'm forever grateful to Tony Robbins and his team for, for that, you know, amazing experience that certainly planted seed or, you know, it, it was like kickstarting my whole transformation. And, and then what happened, Sarah, with your life? Uh, Business-wise, that's also interesting what happened to me last year, because the more I followed my heart, the more I felt in sync with everything people would turn up, that's actually something I forgot to say. Remember the agenda that I wrote down on the whiteboard? I actually wrote that I attract people that can help me. That's something I added because that's how I felt. I need help. Uh, and then I added that I can help because I felt so selfish. So I attract people that can help me and that I can help. And so many people turned up last year, people I didn't know, people that I connect to it in strange ways, people that reached out to me and, and I cannot, you know, at least four or five people easily that played important roles in my life last year. And one of them would help me to give birth to my concept. So all this time, my mentors in the business mentorship program, they have told me, Sarah, you got to create your own concept. You've got so lots to share. And I just wasn't ready for it. I didn't have the clarity. But there and then, during that transformational year of 2020, uh, uh, that person <laughs> showed up. And during a late phone call, it all came to me. Through the help from that person, uh, we hung up. And then I basically couldn't stop writing. It was like, have you heard of this like automatic writing? <laughs> I'm not saying it was <laughs> because I'm not a medium or anything. But I just couldn't stop writing and then uh, I would look at what I, I mean I, I don't know how long I wrote for for like an hour at least and I would look at what I had written and it was like wow <laughs> this is it 
I have my mission. I have my concept. This is it. This is what I'm going to be doing. This is why I'm here on the planet. This is how powerful it was. And, you know, the funny thing is that I always saw myself as, as I said before, I was saw myself as doing something for, you know, helping the world to become a better place. I thought about humanity in general. I didn't take great interest in women particularly, but there it was. <laughs> I was to work with women. A thought that I had never consciously thought about, but it came to me in my writing process. Somewhere it just came to me in this super inspired moment. So I created the concept. It was called Communication Queen at the time. Today it's grown. It's called Confident Communication Queen, CCQ. And it's all about helping women around the world to stand up for themselves, grow their confidence, grow their charisma, and become more impactful uh, in their communication. Because I have realized that what I have been given throughout my life, through all my stays and travels around the world, I've understood a lot about confidence and self-love and communication. And I realized that women in particular, many are lacking in that area. And the world needs women more than ever. The men need women to step up, right? So I see like my mission uh, to help, help women, help my fellow women up there to start loving themselves, starts standing up for themselves and, you know, be proud of themselves. Uh, so that's my program. And I actually, only a few days ago, uh, I did the last session on my first class, my first group that went through my the test version of my program. And I'm overwhelmed, overwhelmed with, with uh, their feedback to me. Many of them told me it was life-changing and I couldn't be happier. Congratulations, Sarah. Thank you. And just maybe a tiny bit, if one woman listening now wants to start her new journey, where do we start? Where do we start? Well, um, I think that we are all different from each other. So what worked for me will not necessarily work for other people. I'm not going to say that, oh, you got to do this. I only know what worked for me. Uh, and so if you haven't heard of Tony Robbins before, I encourage you to um, to check him out, to try out uh, an event of his. Maybe you will not fall in love with him and what he does, just like I did, like Esther did. Or maybe you will. It's worth trying, right? To me, that was an amazing starting point that really fired me off. Uh, and then secondly, um, surround yourself with people that support you, love you, you know, um, because some people will try to drag you down. Some people will not support you. And you, you probably know already now you have, may have people like that in your life. And sometimes we do need to break up with people. I don't necessarily talk about romantic relationships. It can be friends and colleagues, other people we spend a lot of time with. I think it's very, support, uh, very important that we surround ourselves with supportive people, specifically when we want to change our lives, right? Support, uh, surround ourselves with uh, like-minded people that also want something similar you want. I think that is very important. And then I also want to encourage everybody to be brave uh, and stand up 
for themselves. It's not the easiest thing to do, trust me, I know everything about that. But I believe, I really believe in my heart that we all have to take responsibility for our own happiness. So when I took these uncomfortable decisions um, myself last year, it was out of a place from self-love. And I actually never, if there's any or any uh, parents listening now, I never judge other people. Everybody knows what's best for them. But I believe that uh, we have to teach our children to stand up for ourselves, to stand up for our own happiness. So I never believe in, I, I didn't want to stay because we have a son. Now, I don't judge if you're doing that. I'm just talking from myself, from what I felt good, what was good for me. So um, always standing up for yourself. Try to be brave. And if it's scary, just jump, just count to three and still jump. Even if you're afraid, just do it. And then you're going to thank yourself afterwards. It's going to be worth it. Great. Now, where can people reach you, Sarah? Well, I'm all over the place in social media, but my favorite channel will be Facebook and probably my, my private Facebook link. I think you're going to share it below in this interview. So Sarah Nystrom. Um, other than that, of course, I'm on LinkedIn now. So Sarah Nystrom. Uh, and I encourage any women listening to check out our free Facebook group, Confident Communication Queens. So you're most welcome to join us there. Uh, and um, we meet with our members every Tuesday night and talk about things that, you know, to lift each other, support each other and grow together, uh, growing our confidence and our communication skills. And maybe it's not easy, but what are the most the three most important steps to become this confident communication queen? Three most important steps. Whew, okay, the first step would be to start to practice loving yourself. Self-love is actually the foundation for everything I teach. Um, we, in, my, in my program, we go into many different areas is very, um, my, my participants called it a gold mine and they're pretty overwhelmed with everything I offered uh, in, in the program during the past eight weeks. Um, so we, we've talked about everything from mind training to um, negotiation skills to um, how to use your voice, uh, how to read other people, social skills, emotional intelligence, but the very, very foundation of it all is loving yourself. To love yourself and to accept yourself. And it's, it's easier said than done. I know that. But we have to start working on it. We have to start working on it. And, you know, that big part of our communication takes place subconsciously. So whatever happens on your inside, it will leak. It doesn't, some people think that as a body language um, as a trainer, I teach people how to stand and how to, you know, walk and all of that. And would never, ever do that. Because if you're not in that place in your mind and in your heart, people are going to feel that. So what I do instead, I work with people's mind and heart. Uh, and then the body language will become powerful in itself automatically. Right? And that's how you become impactful. So work on your self-love. Understand that you are unique. There is no one like you. And don't compare yourself with others. 
remember my story. <laughs> I was uh, a swan amongst ducks, or maybe I was a duck amongst swan. Doesn't matter really. But but you are unique species. Don't don't compare yourself with others. Only compare yourself with yourself, and be proud of that. Uh, there is. I mean, you, you are best at being you. Nobody can be you. <laughs> and you are born to be who you are. Don't change yourself. Be proud of who you are. And don't listen to people who try to change you. Right? That's, that's what I want to say. So work with, with your self-love. There's so many exercises. And join the, our Facebook group so we can support you in finding your self-love. That would be the first one, I would say. The second one is surround yourself, like I said before, with supportive and like-minded people. And sometimes it means you have to break up with the people that don't support you. So when you, when you will start this self-journey, there will be people, as you rise, there will be people trying to pull you down. For example, there is a good analogy. If you, if you put crayfish in a bucket, and they will start climbing. But you don't need to put the lid on. You know why? Because they will drag each other down. And the human beings, sadly enough, they work the same. So if you start to climb, let's say that you're the first one in your, amongst your friends that start your own business or you do something different, there will always be someone trying to drag you down, not because they don't love you, because you scare them. They want you to be with them. They feel threatened. So you need to look around yourself and see if you have people that you maybe shouldn't spend so much time with. Because eventually, you probably heard this, we become like the people we surround ourselves with. And find new friends. Find people that want to move in the direction you want to. Want to, you know, grow. That's the people you want to surround yourself with. Third step, I would say, uh, get yourself a mentor, uh, get yourself, you know, someone that you can lean on, look up to, be inspired by. Um, there are so many to choose from uh, because this journey is not an easy one. It's not an easy one. Um, but uh, once you have embarked on it, it's so rewarding. It's so rewarding. And you know, it's not like it's not like I have I consider myself having reached my goal, but I have certainly reached uh, much, so much. My life is totally different now, and it's only well, it's actually going to be four years, isn't it? In April, uh, I just realized that now, but still, <laughs> it's a totally different life, um, and I'm so excited to see it. I'm have where I'm going to be now in, in four more years, right? <laughs> Can't wait to see that. But Esther, that will be, did I answer your question? That will be my three top tips. So first one, practice self-love um, and uh, surround yourself with like-minded people and get yourself a mentor or someone that you can, you know, um, get support from uh, and, you know, be inspired by. Thank you so much, Sarah. That has been so helpful, I'm sure. And thank you so much for showing up and being so honest and truly inspiring. Thank you. Thank you so much, Esther, for having me. And I'm sending much love to you and to all the listeners. And best of luck. Uh, just count to three and jump. That will be my last words. Be brave and stand up for yourself. 
out of self-love. Something we miss, we want to add it here. Towards the end of 2020, I was actually invited to co-found a global NGO for women's empowerment. So I'm a very proud co-founder of World Women Organization. Together with uh, the founder, Rachela Kemharumi in Nigeria and uh, Eric Kelly in the United States, we are founding this uh, global NGO. Uh, and the whole idea is to help women around the world to become leaders uh, and to become one voice for women. There are still places in this world where women cannot own land, for example. A lot of problems around the world with violence against women. Uh, so many issues that we need to deal with together, right? Uh, together with men, we invite men being part of our organization. Half our board is actually men uh, because we believe in that men and women working together to change the world. And I want to mention this because it came, it was on my whiteboard and it came to me. Um, so when we ask for things and we believe in them, they come to us, right? And now while well, in an organization we have, we are striving to have representatives in 195 countries. In each country, we want to have one envoy, one country representative. We are already reaching 30 countries now. So it's growing very, very quickly. So if you want to check it out, it's www.worldwomenorganization.org. So I encourage you, if you get curious, to check it out and to join us. We are also, of course, on Facebook.